We are live. Welcome to the stream and welcome to Team Training with Tom. Today we continue our series of weird and wonderful sports and we have something today definitely weird and definitely wonderful. Today's sport is hurling uh, or as the women's version of the game is called camogie. Um, if we refer to hurling throughout, know that camogie is very similar, uh, but played by women and was invented in 1903. So, as I've just done my brief introduction, we are now seeing people arrive into the chat. Um, welcome in if you are coming in right now from wherever you are in the world. I hope you're having a great day. Today's sport is hurling, and it's an Irish sport that's been played for thousands of years. Although this is difficult to prove, many do believe that it's been around in Ireland for 3,000 years. Crazy. If you are just joining us, uh, don't be afraid to say hi in the chat. Welcome in. I hope you're doing well, everybody. Uh, Zizu, welcome in. I hope you're feeling good. And uh, everybody that's joining us today is hurling, as I've said. So let's put up the first slide. Welcome in, Ahmad from Egypt. Welcome in, Nadia. From Italy, um, I'm Tom. Today you're training with Tom, and we're doing we're continuing our series of weird and wonderful sports today. Hurling. Anybody in the chat ever heard of hurling before? Let me know if you've heard about hurling. Um, if I'm honest, you know I I live in England in the United Kingdom. Uh, well, I was born there, and I've heard of hurling, but I've never played it. I've played lots and lots of sports. Uh, I have heard of hurling, but never played it. So today, um, I was learning, and in my preparation to this stream last week, I was learning about hurling, uh, and hopefully I can teach you guys some things about this weird sport that's been played for many, many years. So it's prehistoric, um, and many, many believe that it's been played in Ireland for 3,000 years, but we're not able to prove this. But we can say the earliest mention of hurling is in the 7th and 8th century, so at 600, 700 AD, which is still incredibly old, an incredibly old sport, and that's absolutely fine, Zizou. Welcome from Saudi Arabia, Hakim, uh, Simbu from Belgium, uh, Kaika from Spain, and Julio from Spain. Welcome in, everybody, and everybody that's joining us still. Uh, we're doing hurling today, a weird sport that's origins were in Ireland, and the earliest reference can be found in the 7th and 8th century very very old sport hurling and it was banned in the 12th century after the occupation of the normans but it survived which is great so we can still talk about it today it survived and in 1883 michael cusack revived the sport by founding the cusack's academy hurling club in 1883 uh, and sev since several teams were playing with different rules at the time, they needed a standardised set of rules. So in 1883, this happened. And in 1884, the founding of the Gaelic Athletic Association, which is called GAA, in 1884, began to formalise the game around a set of written rules. And this is similar to the game of hurling that we see today, um, from this creation in 1884 uh, of the GAA, which is in charge of many different Irish sports native to, to Ireland, uh, which is very unique and special. And it's good that we're talking about it today. Um, 
So the first All-Ireland Hurling Final was played with Kerry winning the championship in 1891. And now if you're thinking, is this sport played anywhere else other than Ireland? In fact, it is. Although it is mainly played in Ireland hurling, it is also growing rapidly and it's played in Europe and growing rapidly in Argentina, America and Australia. So the United States is where it's growing the most rapidly. Uh, the National Collegiate Hurling Championships have been running since 2011 in America and they seem to enjoy it very much. Don't worry if you missed out on the information. I did uh, briefly say though that the game was banned in the 12th century. But who banned hurling in the 12th century? Was it the Anglo-Saxons, the Normans or the Romans? If you have been listening along, I believe I did mention it. The game was banned in the 12th century after the occupation by the... And not to worry if you don't get this right, it's a little bit of a history thing as well. If you don't know what the Normans, the Romans, the Anglo-Saxons are, that is absolutely fine. Have a guess, I will tell you the answer and then you know. So don't worry if you don't know, because you will know. Uh, welcome in Emmanuel as well and uh, Boduk. Welcome back, Boduk. I've seen you in the chat a few times before. Um, welcome back. Glad to see so many familiar faces. Who banned hurling in the 12th century? It was the Normans. The Normans banned hurling in the 12th century. If you've gone with that, well done to you. I'm going to move on. That was a brief history of it. To the field. The field is absolutely massive, it's huge, it's so big. The hurling field, it's crazy. These players, they must be really fit. They have to run so, so far, end to end. Uh, and like many other sport fields, it is rectangular between, but this pitch, as I said, is huge. It's between 130 meters and 145 meters in length and 80 to 90 meters in width. So length and width, yeah? It can be reduced for younger players, of course. Uh, a series of lines are marked across the pitch, as you can see on the graphic on screen, on the 13 meter, the 20 meter, and the 45 meter. It does indeed, Hakim, and I will explain that a little bit later, what the goals are. Uh, but it is very strange with the goals. It's bigger than a rugby pitch, um, and the goals have a sort of hate shape like a rugby a rugby post and they also have a football goal It's weird, but we will talk about that a little bit later on um, A series of lines are marked across the pitch as I said um, 13 20 45 meters and another one at 65 meters um, And these lines are also marked with flags on the sidelines. There's also a line on the middle of the pitch 10 meters long, parallel with the end lines. I mean, you guys can see this picture on screen. We don't need to go over all of this, but I thought it'd be interesting just to get an idea of how big it is and the pitch, because uh, it's different to many other sports, so it's a bit special. Um, two rectangles are marked in front of the goal, so like uh, a box in football, uh, like the box where a free kick is awarded outside the box and a penalty inside, there's a box uh, in hurling. And if you can see, I put hurling kamogi. Kamogi is the female version of the sport, uh, so it's played just by women, uh, and that was invented in 1903. So 
Kamogi hurling, same thing nowadays, but in the past it was hurling that was uh, played and developed upon. So if you see Kamogi, remember that is the women's version of the game, of the same game, pretty, pretty much identical. Okay. Um, all lines are part of the area which they make up. Okay, so that means that the entire ball must be outside the line before it's out of play. So if any bit of the ball is touching the line, that's still in play. Uh, like football, for example. Okay, so the goal, as uh, somebody was talking about, the goal looks like uh, a rugby goal uh, with a H shape, and it does. You're absolutely right. It has the same H shape as a rugby post. Uh, but the goal measures 6.5 meters in width and 2.5 meters in height. And the posts, the posts are the, the ones at the side from the goal, the posts that go upwards, yeah? The posts should go to a height of at least seven meters to form a H-like shape, like you see on a rugby pitch, okay? That is a lot to take in on this field. It is so huge, uh, but I thought it was interesting to cover it because it is special to hurling. Quiz question. The goaling hurling, as I said, measures 6.5 meters in width, 2.5 meters in length, but how high should the post go? Three meters, five meters, or seven meters? How high should the post go at least? As I just said, they should be at least, so more than or the same as, at least three, at least five, or at least seven meters. What is the minimum, the lowest requirement? Three, five, or seven. Hello, April, welcome in. Uh, hello, Shafir from Afghanistan, welcome, welcome. I hope you're doing well. You can put your answers in the uh, app in the in the question, or you can put it in the chat. But uh, that's going to give it away for other people, or potentially be wrong. But on this case, Hakeem, you're absolutely right, and so are so many of you guys putting it in the chat. Seven meters at least should the post go in hurling, the ones at the side, and we'll explain what they mean when we get on to the rules. But before that, we have the equipment. This is a very short slide on the equipment. There isn't much equipment in hurling, not like cricket we had. Cricket was just everything, protective gear everywhere. Um, in hurling, there is protective gear because it can be very dangerous. The, uh, the ball, the schlutter, uh, can travel up to 180 kilometers an hour. So that is the ball we have in hurling. It's called the schlutter. Um, my Irish pronunciation may not be correct, but it sounds similar to that. Uh, so that's the ball, okay, a schlitter. Um, hurling is played with hurley bats. The bats are called hurley bats, and they're played with a schlitter, the ball, okay? And it's a similar ball with uh, the ball in rounders, okay? The players, of course, they wear helmets to protect themselves, because as I said, the ball can go up to 180 kilometers an hour. If that hits you, um, then, yeah, that's very dangerous without a helmet. So, of course, protect yourselves if you're able to play this game. What was the name given to the ball used to play hurling with? What is the name given to the ball used to play hurling with? Is it A, softball, B, schlutter, or C, baseball? Is it A, softball, B, schlutter, 
See baseball, the ball that is used to play hurling in with. Give you 10 seconds. 10, 9, 8. Schlutter is absolutely correct and nobody got this one wrong. So we're going to move on. Schlutter is the ball used in hurling. Okay. So how do we play it? We've talked about the history, uh, we've talked about the pitch, we've talked about the equipment, but how do you actually play hurling? Well, this is where it gets a little bit complicated. I'm gonna talk as slow as I can and try to explain it as best I can uh, because there are lots of rules. I haven't put all of the rules in because that would take us the whole day, um, but let's just go through them nice and slowly and see if you can answer the questions at the end no worries if not, there is no pressure. So it is a game, Hurley, Komogi, is played between two teams of 15 players. Two teams, 15 players. The object of the game, the goal of the game, is to outscore the opponent, okay? Scores in the game happen very frequently, very often. Lots and lots of scores, okay? A player can either hurl the Schlutter with the Hurley bat, so hitting it, hitting the ball with the bat into the net for three points. This goal we had on our image earlier, that if you hit it into the goal, it's three points. There is a goalkeeper as well, like in football. Okay, so if you hit it into that, that is three points. Or a player can hit the Schlutter between the posts, like the rugby posts, uh, above the crossbar of the goal which is much easier because there's more room and there's no goalkeeper. And that is one point. So you get three points for hitting the Schlutter into the goal and one point for hitting it above the crossbar uh, between the posts. Yeah. There is a time limit of 60 minutes. So make sure you're listening. There'll be a couple of questions coming up soon. A time limit of 60 minutes uh, and there's two halves, 30 minutes each plus stoppage time uh, as the referee decides. The rules. The most important thing to understand and the most difficult uh, are the rules of moving the ball up the field. Okay, so when a player has the ball, the player can move the ball up the pitch by hitting it with the hurley along the ground or in the air. Okay, so with the bat, the hurley, you can hit the ball along the ground or in the air to move the ball from one side to the other. A player can move the ball up the pitch by kicking it along the ground like football. So you can kick the ball in hurling like in football. You can also kick it up or lift it in the air with the hurley, the bat, and strike it with the hurley. So many different ways to move the ball in hurling. Uh, and the most unique thing about hurling is a player can also move the ball along with his hurley, so long as it bounces or balances. So you're tapping it up to yourself with the hurley. Yeah, like dribbling it in football. You're just doing keepy-ups along the field. And if no one can touch you or tackle you, uh, you obviously have to be very skillful to do that, but that is a, a unique way to move the ball uh, in this sport. So a moving ball, if the ball's just traveling, can be caught by a player with his hands in the air. So you can intercept the ball by catching it. Uh, a player cannot take more than four steps with the ball in his hand and 
he only is allowed to play the ball between his hand and his hurley twice during one possession. So much information. Hurling has lots and lots of rules. I told you it is difficult uh, to explain, but I'm trying to do my best. But it is even complicated for me. I understand. I understand. So that's when you when you uh, attack, when you have the ball, all the different ways you can move with it. Pretty much every, every way, um, apart from moving more than four steps uh, and doing more than two movements between your hand. Um, so in defense, a shoulder charge, so when you go shoulder to shoulder with somebody, a shoulder charge is allowed to make sure the other player loses the ball. And another thing a defender can do is block. So either trapping the ball with the hurley, so blocking the ball with your hurley, with your bat, uh, or the hook is when you stop the swing of the attacker with your hurley bat. So that you can block the ball with your bat, you can block the ball by getting in front of the ball. Um, and of course, this sport is most adored by Irish people. As I said, we won't go too much into all of the rules. They are the basics. Okay, you'll be happy to know. Um, mostly this sport is adored by Irish people, but the popularity of Hurley uh, has spread between people from different nationalities and countries too. Especially, we need to mention, in Argentina, Australia and North America is where hurling is growing or the most fond of uh, nations for hurling. And where the sport is most growing is in America, North America. Even though, and it has featured in the Olympics, but just once, in 1904, uh, there are a lot of hurley tournaments played all over the world. So if you like the sound of hurley and you can play it, give it a try. I've never given it a try, but if you want to give it a try, do it. Absolutely do it. How long is a hurling match? We'll finish off with a couple of quiz questions uh, and then I'll ask you guys, I want your feedback in this lesson to find out what sport you want me to cover. But first, how long is a hurling match? 30 minutes, 60 minutes or 90 minutes? 30 minutes, 60 minutes, or 90 minutes. All of you have been listening very well. Thank you for that. I do appreciate your time and you listening and you got the answer right, which is great. Which means you heard, you understood what I said, and you got it right. Perfect. Everyone, well done. What is the free kick called in her? Oh, I think I might have missed this part out. Have a guess. And if you're right, I'll let you know. Is it a ruck, puck, or duck? What is the fruit kick called in hurling? Let's see who can guess it correctly. Very well done. I can tell that one of you has got that right already. So a ruck is what happens in rugby when somebody gets tackled and the ball goes to the ground. A duck uh, quacks. And if you'd said puck, it's absolutely right. So a free kick in hurling is called a puck. And you can have a penalty puck if a foul is committed inside the box, inside the area we showed earlier. Just like in football, we have a penalty or a free kick. You have a penalty puck inside and a puck outside of that box. And a duck quacks, of course. How many players are there on a hurling team? 
How many players are there on a hurling team? Is it 9, 11, 13 or 15? How many players are there on a hurling team? If you need some help with this one, I can tell you that it's the same amount of players that are needed on a rugby team. Okay? Same amount of rugby players needed, uh, same amount of players needed on a rugby team. You're doing well, guys. You're doing brilliantly. Absolutely spot on. Uh, if you have said 15, well done. 15 is the correct answer. There are 15 players on a hurling team and the majority, most of you got that right. So well done to you guys. Last but not least, I want to know what you guys, like what you want me to do. What sport would you love me to do? Do you have a favorite sport? Do you have a, a sport that's um, just special in the country where you live that I might not have heard of? Please let me know. Let me know if there's a weird and wonderful sport out there that I should talk about and do a lesson on uh, for next week or in the future. There are so many out there. I have lots of ideas, but I want to know wherever you're from, if you're from Afghanistan, Ukraine, Mexico, you guys are from all over the world, which is amazing. I want to know what sport you love or special to your country um, that we haven't already done. That would be brilliant. Uh, Morel, we have done um, we have done rugby. You can watch that stream back on Chatterbug. We've covered rugby before. That was the very first uh, lesson we've done. You can definitely watch that back. Rugby's my my favourite sport. I play it. Uh, I'm playing it tonight actually. So you can check that out um, if you go through my videos. Kinball. What's Kinball? I'll have to. All of these I will, will type up. I will research these. Running, swimming. We can definitely do that. We can do a triathlon. Or we can do um do them individually. Um, Patonka, is that like patonk with the with the ball and you throw it and you have like a jack in the middle, the white ball, and you try and throw closest to it. Patonk, absolutely, we can do that. Any more uh, suggestions before we head off? No worries, no worries. Uh, definitely check that stream out because uh, rugby's a speciality of mine, so I'm sure I'm sure it's very informative and better at doing that than hurling uh, because uh, obviously I've played rugby since I was six years old. Um, guys, thank you so much for watching. I hope this has been helpful to you. I hope you've learned something about hurling uh, and maybe you go away and you enjoy it or you play it in the future. Hopefully you've learned some new vocabulary, some new words um, and please, if you are going to use Chatterbug one-to-one uh, -one lessons, use my discount code as it helps me massively. Um, Thank you very much for watching. Uh, in French, we say patonka, small ball and big balls. It's called patonk in English, but I think, is it from France? Morella, that's something I'll definitely cover in the future. We will do patonk. Uh, we'll have a look at swimming, uh, running, those sorts of, and cycling. We'll mix those all together probably with like a triathlon. Um, and again, salmona. Uh, we have done rugby already on the channel. Guys, check the other sports that I've done on the channel as well if you are interested. And we'll be doing many more, many more streams like this. Guys, take care of yourselves. Thank you so much for watching. I do appreciate your time. Hopefully I've helped you learn something today. You've been training with Tom. And until next time, bye-bye.